It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, it is The Rendezvous Show with Simon and Angie. Hello, beautiful Simon. Ah, bonjour la belle Angie, bonsoir. I love the way you talk. Man, it makes me happy. (laughs) Thanks for having us on tonight. So we have a great show for you tonight. We have some guests coming on. Dr. Jessica Griffin, clinical psychologist and co-host of FYI's Seven Year Switch, which is one of my favorite shows on TV. Me too. She's coming up later in the show. Speaking of FYI, Simon, you have a show on the uh, FYI wh- channel. Right after, there is, you know, Seven Year Switch. Yes. And then there is Kiss Bang Love. Yes. And then there is your humble servant show, In Bed with Simon. And we're going to talk about exes Ooh, in nice. your life. Why are the exes in your life? Get w- them out, I think. You will be surprised about what the couples I interviewed said and agreed or not agreed about the exes. It's all about the ex tonight on In Bed with Simon. Social media is making it too easy for these exes to linger in your life, I think. It's so easy. That's back, a great point. Back in the day, you break up with somebody, you never have to see him again. You don't know what's going on in their life. Now you can just click and snoop on them all the time. You always know what's going on. Uh, yeah, we'll, good point. Andy. Yeah, we'll talk about the exes and we'll take some phone calls to 855-905-8255. Email us anytime at therendezvousshow.com. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir, bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir, bonjour. Happy <laughs> evening. Yes. Uh, TheRendezvousShow.com. That is where you go if you want to send us an email. Check out all the stuff we have online. Any past shows. You can see Simon as well on his FYI show, In Bed with Simon. You know it every Tuesday night. I, FYI. I love it. I love it. Also, you can call us for advice at any time. 855-905-8255. Speaking of which, we have from Cleveland mm. on the phone. Let's talk to Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. Hey, so, Dan. yeah, I need your advice. Um, I went on this date with this girl last night, and she was amazing. Like, she's awesome. We had a great time. Uh, during the date, she asked me where I work, and I, I told her where I And uh, she laughs because her ex-boyfriend is my coworker. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know the guy. Uh, he's a good dude. I've, I've worked with him a couple times. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> so the date went well, and we're going to have a second date. Um, but I'm wondering, I know this is kind of looking down the road a little bit, but if things got serious, would I have to tell that guy that we're now dating? What do you guys think? Mm, great question. Simon, what that, do you think about that? I think so. Uh, I mean, you just had a first date, so not now. I would really wait a month or two. But there's nothing uh, more, you know, like stressing or embarrassing when, you know, you become really involved with that woman and he knows and you haven't told him. You don't have to ask permission. You just say, hey, you know, uh, I'm dating you ex. That's it. And you know how guys are. We like to know things and not be put on the spot. We like to keep faith and not lose faith. So I'd rather, you know, say something like good for you or, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I would wait a couple months and then I would I would just tell him. I Angie, agree, what would I you do? I agree with you 100%, Simon. And I think the only two people that matter in that equation are you and her. And you said that she doesn't care that yeah. you're working together. So, yeah, I, and I would definitely wait a little while. But if it does become serious and I would, you know, just randomly say, hey, we have something else in common. I started dating this girl and I know that you dated her, um, FYI. Because you never know, down the road it might be serious and there she is at the Christmas party and he's like what are you doing well, here exactly she <laughs> might pick you up at work and then you know just just in a couple months absolutely a heads up yeah but have fun oh. dating yes. yeah great great thanks guys so much that that's great i'll definitely do that all Hopefully right dan it works out 
It would, it'll work out. Don't worry about it. Thanks for calling in, awesome. and, and good for you on this nice new relationship. Yes, congratulations. Fingers yes. crossed. Thank you, Fingers guys. Crossed. Thank you, guys. Thanks for calling. Anybody else that wants to call, we are here for you anytime, mm-hmm. day or night. 855-905-8255 or therendezvousshow.com if you want to email us anything. And you are listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Call us anytime, 855-905-8255. We just talked to Dan uh, before the break who was talking about how his new girl that he's dating used to date a guy that he works with, which is pretty crazy. So do you care who your ex is dating now? Like if your ex dated someone, Simon, Mm -hmm. that you know, would you mind if, like, let's say you break up with a girl, mm. she starts dating one of your friends or one of your coworkers? Does that bother you? It bothers me five minutes. Of course it does. Five minutes. What bothers you about it, though? Because The fact that another man is going to make love to my ex. See, it's the macho thing. Honest. That's ego, right? It's ego. A little bit of ego. It's just because we feel it's a treasure. You, It's an illusion, but you only shared with us and us only. <laughs> Come on. And so, you know, really, you're I, not the only one that's been I, there. I, you're not the only one that's going to be I there. I know. <laughs> you know, in my age. But it's, I think us guys, I, what about you as a woman? I mean, that's what I don't like about it, but yeah. I get over it after five minutes. What about you as a woman? That's happened to me, actually. Oh, it has. Yeah, I broke up with this guy, and I did the breaking up, but I did broke up with this guy. He ended up calling me to be rude and let it slip that purposely let it slip, that he is dating one of my friends now. A close friend of yours? She was for a moment in time, but not at that time, I guess. But it doesn't really matter. And I know he was just doing it to be a jerk and to be spiteful and to rub it in. I don't. And I didn't what really did you care. Feel? For a second, I was upset. If I would have been closer to her, I would have thought it was really disrespectful, but I didn't care. I broke up with him. I'm moving on with my life. What, do, what does it matter to me? So, but I, I told you as a guy, I thought, you know, the idea of somebody else making love to an ex is annoying. I don't care about you that. You don't care about that. Okay. Because I know I'm better. So, I mean, pff, fine. If you want to downgrade, that's your choice. <laughs> I don't care. I like that. I like that, Angie. <laughs> that's the attitude you got to yeah, have. Exactly. Right? <laughs> that's a good one, Angie. We're going to talk more about that. And we're going to uh, talk about needing permission to date a friend's ex. Do you need to get that permission? We'll talk about it on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. That's the number to call to join in the show, therendezvousshow.com online. Mm-hmm. You can send us an email anytime. We were talking about exes yes. a, a lot on the show today, and you were talking about it on your FYI show, In Bed with Simon. Indeed. As well. Yes. And we were talking about whether or not you need to get permission to date one of your friend's exes. So... Let's say you and I are dating, Simon. Yeah. We, we break up. Mm-hmm. One of your buddies says, can I date Angie? How do you feel about that? Do you need I to get like permission? I don't like it, but I don't think you need my permission because I don't own you. Once we are separated, it's not you know in the time where we own people forever. I think that's archaical and regressive. So I really think, does it bother me? Yes, it does. But I have no right to say to a friend of mine, don't date her. Would it bother you more if they never mentioned it to you and suddenly you walked upon them in a restaurant having dinner? Wouldn't you say, why didn't you ever mention this to me? Yeah, exactly. That's why I think the right thing is to uh, say it. Not ask for permission. Right, because There's you don't just, want to ask permission. Hey, We're all grown-ups yeah. here. So a guy would say, hey, I'm dating Angie now. I said, good for you. you know, and I wouldn't like it for, 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 for five minutes. But if you're real friends, do you think you would get over What if the situation was you were 
in love with me. Yes. We were so in love. Yes. We dated for three years. Yes. And then we broke up and it was tragic. And your friend now is dating me. Would you be more heartbroken because we were so close? Yes, absolutely. Of I, course. I think so. I think it depends on how serious. Absolutely. But at the end, I do not own you. You are now separated. You right. do what you wish. Right. I agree. I, I don't believe in once mine, always mine. I agree with that too. That's a bad rule. Life is too short for that. For sure. So we're going to talk to Dr. Jessica from The Seven Year Switch yes. on the FYI channel. We're going to talk more about exes with her. That's coming up on The Rendezvous Show with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonjour. And we were talking about exes and specifically your amazing show on the FYI channel. In Bed with Simon, Tuesday night. Yes, and one of the topics of the show was how to be friends with an ex, should you be friends with an ex. And we have another star from FYI on the show with us right now, Dr. Jessica from Seven Year Switch. Hello, Dr. Jessica. Hello. Hello to Bonjour, you Dr. Jessica. Bonjour. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on The Rendezvous. We love your show, Seven Year Switch. So we were talking uh, about In Bed with Simon. The topic was exes. And if you're in a relationship, is it okay to have a relationship with your exes at the same time? Why do people do this? Is it ever an okay situation? Oh, this is such a complicated question, um, but it's one that comes up so often um, in new dating relationships. And so it really depends. It, depends it really depends on, on a lot of factors, right? On, yeah, so many different factors. It depends on age. It depends on the length of the relationship, how new this new relationship is. Now, now, my take, and I often talk about that with the couples on, on the In Bed with Simon and FYI, was that it's all about the intention and the respect. The intention, because what is the intent for keeping an ex in your life? Is it just because you truly had a good, good ending, friendship. good friendship, and respectful of each other's privacy, and can include the other partner when they come in? That's the intent. And then there is also, you know, what's the right approach, what's the right time, you know, and how do you communicate about this? It's huge. Uh, for instance, is it okay to go to dinner with the next Dr. Jessica? Mm. And again, it depends. And I think for me, it's really about the communication. So what can really erode a new relationship is any secrecy around the ex. So right. if and you're keeping it on the down low, that's going to be a problem in your relationship. I think you have to be totally transparent. If you, if it's a necessity in your life to have your ex, if you guys were just best friends and it ended in whatever, not not dramatic way, and you you know enjoy them in your life, and your current partner, I feel, has to be really involved in that relationship too, don't you think? Mm -hmm. They have to know who this ex is and feel comfortable in order for that to even be a possibility. Yeah, I think they have to know who they are. They have to be comfortable in that, and there has to be an open line of communication about it. also want to make sure that there's enough space between the ending of of one relationship before starting a new one. So if you have broken up with your ex, have you had enough time that's gone by between the two of you where you haven't had a lot of contact before you're now reintroducing them into your but Dr. Jessica, you, you are more liberal. You and Angie are more liberal than me because I, I don't think it's like to have dinner alone with an ex ever, regardless of how long, I how, how transparent, that. Oh, I agree with that. anything. I mean, Dr. Jessica, if I was dating you, I would not let you have dinner with an ex. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. what they're serving at dinner. 
Yeah, oh, right. Oh, oh, Am oh, I getting a free coffee. lobster meal? <laughs> no, she was, maybe no alcohol. Right. But I just think it's inappropriate, Dr. Jessica. Uh, you know, I think that lunch is cool, coffee is cool, once yeah. in a great while, dinner, never okay in my book. Dinner's a little more romantic. I, I agree I with you. And wh- like, what's the point, really? Like, what do you? What is the mm-hmm. end game? Like Simon said, are you um, just friends? And if you are just friends, why isn't your boyfriend at dinner with the two of you? Why does it have to be the two of you alone at dinner? Yeah. Well, and I also work with a lot of couples with children, and where there is no possibility of ending that relationship, they will definitely be tied to each other. So they have times where they have, may have a business meeting where they're talking about, here's what's happening with the kids, finances, right. etc. And that has to go on. And there's, even though the romance has died between them, they need to handle that. Yes, but uh, with the liquor of love. Sometimes you put two X, <laughs> a little bit of vino, vino a little wine. Uh, I think X's are sometimes X's for a reason. I, uh, you know, my, my daughter is from my ex, and there's no way there's enough alcohol at the table that would ever make me feel romantic about him again. However, we have, our, we have our conversations about our daughter in, in a completely separate way. But we're going to come back to this, Dr. Jessica, if you hang on with us. We have some emails from some listeners as well that have questions uh, for you about their exes when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking a lot about exes today on Mm -hmm. the show. We have Dr. Jessica from the FYI Channel's seven-year switch on the phone with us. And we have an email for you, Dr. Jessica. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, this comes from Dana from South Jersey. She says, hey, I just heard you guys talking about exes, and my boyfriend's ex still texts him at least once a day to check on him. He's open about it. He says they're still friends, and I have nothing to worry about, but I think it's excessive. What do you think, Dr. Jessica, every day? What do you think about that? (laughs) Well, if they're having daily communication, then I would be a little concerned at that point. I'm you know, it's a check in once a week or check in, you know, every couple of weeks, how are things going is fine. But it's it seems like somebody hasn't quite cut the cord. In I, yeah, I, I feel like the check in is sort of a gateway drug. Like, why do you have to check on him every day? Is he a four year old? What's going to happen? It's <laughs> a good point, Angie. Don't you think? Yeah, exactly. And is he showing her the texts? That's the other thing I'd want to check on. Is she able to see what it is that she's writing? And if, and honestly, if she's not comfortable with it and he's still allowing it to happen, then that's a bigger problem in and of yeah, itself. I agree with that. Yeah, check the text. If he's texting every day and she's texting every day, check those texts. Ask him to uh, open the, uh, the cell phone together to the text so they see together. Right. But something yeah, is missing yeah. in this relationship if the ex keep checking. He lets that happen. Right. It's him who has to put an end to let, this. Yeah, let your girlfriend worry about what you're doing Z- every day. Why does exactly. the ex have to worry? Okay, when we come back, Dr. Jessica, we're going to talk about how a lot of couples don't have the talk about exes um, and, and what do you as a partner have the right to know when it comes to your partner's mm-hmm. ex. And that's a, a big question. And we're going to talk about that when we return to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie and our special guest from the FYI channel on the phone with us from the seven-year switch. I love this show. Dr. Jessica, how are you today? Thank you. I'm doing terrific. Thanks for being on with us. So we were talking about exes today. What do you, as a partner, have the right to know when it comes to your partner's exes? Do you have a right to know how it ended? Do you have a right to know details about them, if they're still involved? What What do you think, Dr. Jessica, is okay? How far do you go into the past? 
I think when you're dating someone new, it's helpful to have a Reader's Digest version of their former relationships. They don't have to go into every every nitty-gritty detail about (laughs) what happened, but giving you just a summary of what was the relationship was like, how it ended. And, and keep in mind that our exes are also part of our life story. Just because right. the relationship's over doesn't mean it didn't happen. Um, they may have been an important part of our life in a way in which we grew. So it's helpful when you're starting a new relationship to hear about their relationship history. Yeah, I, also, I, I agree with Dr. Jessica. I also believe that if one can speak highly of his past girlfriend or she of her past boyfriend, this is an excellent sign of mental health. I agree with that. Right. Because everybody's like, oh, the crazy ex, the crazy ex. Well, what did you do to contribute to the demise? And you like that crazy ex for a while or love the crazy ex. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you're a bit cuckoo yourself, too. So I'd rather have someone who talks about the ex and and they're still friends actually. Then those crazy breakup and you hear the the two words, you know. He, yeah, yeah. But. And I think you also can tell, you know, based on how it ended. If there was cheating, maybe they're bringing in some residual insecurities into your current relationship, and you can kind of trace that back a little. Exactly. You can usually find some patterns, some pretty striking patterns, if you just have them give you give you a summary. And I completely agree with Simon. If if they are talking in a positive way about their exes and even acknowledging the way in which they contributed to the problem in the relationship. That's a good sign. I agree with that. Okay, yes. we're going to talk more about exes when we return with Dr. Jessica from Seven Year Switch. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We also have on the phone with us today Dr. Jessica from the seven-year switch on FYI. I love that show, all the drama. Yes, and they're very beautiful. And I have a little crush on her, the Dr. Jessica. Oh, oh you have a crush? I mean, how can you not? Those Dr. beautiful Jessica. blonde hair, the green eyes. Ooh, ooh la la. Ooh la la. Dr. Jessica. Simon, <laughs> <laughs> Simon, behave. Good luck with that. Um, so we've been talking about I'm exes. I'm not going on that bed. <laughs> oh, you're well, not? Oh, please. I mean, I, oh, I hope you would come on the bed. In the bed, actually. Whoa, Simon, ooh la la. I have a crush on Dr. Jessica. I, what I can love I say? it. I love it. So we've been talking a lot about exes uh, on the show. And before uh, we went to break last time, we were talking about how much you should know about um, your your current partners, exes, what you can ask about. And I believe, Simon, you had a question. Yeah, Dr. Jessica, I have a question. You know, when, when, when people go on a date or second date, when is it the right time, first of all, to talk about your ex? Well, the first, the second, the third date, a month or later? Ever. Or ever. The right time. So I wouldn't talk about it on the first date. You really want to focus on this new relationship or new possibilities on, on the first date. But I don't think it's necessarily off limits on your second or third date. And as you're moving toward intimacy with this person, you want to get a sense of what their relationship history look like so you can know what it is you're, you might be signing up for. I agree with that. As long as I think the conversation is organic, too. I always hate when yeah. I feel like I'm under a spotlight and somebody's giving me the whole inquisition about every ex and how did it end and how long did you date and were you in love and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's back up a little. you don't have to answer every question somebody asks you either. I mean, right. if you're not at a point where you don't, if you don't know this relationship is going to go very far, you don't have to disclose all that information. If you both feel that, that spark or connection and you think it's going to go somewhere, then I don't think there's nothing keeping you from, from having those conversations. It's also a sign, Dr. Jessica, you know, that sometimes you feel the person you know, has such insecurity issue and they, on the first date you become like an, an FBI interview. But, but there is something, Dr. Jessica, that there's this question 
and, and I remember asking this on my show in bed with Simon on FYI, about the number. The magic number? Yes, Angie. Mm-hmm. Oh, How many number. people you slept with? That number. I don't like that question. I don't like it I don't either. think you should ever ask that question. But if one asks... Then what? Hey, the, I I wouldn't want to answer that question. I think the past should stay in the past. As long as long as I am healthy, I'm not bringing you any diseases. I don't care if it's a ballpark. I don't want to know details. Okay. <laughs> okay, but let's say let's say you 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 are a single woman. You go on a date. It's the third or fourth date, mm-hmm. and then he says, you know, he says that. You know how many men you've been with, and so you're going to say, "What? I'm not going to answer." Why? Why are you okay. asking me that question? That's what I would say, Doctor. What do you think? I think a good answer to that question is enough. I've enough. Enough men. Enough to know. That's enough. a great oh, answer. Enough, enough to know. To know. And, and, and I've been with enough to know that I don't have to answer that question. There um, you go. So let's do a little role I play, you and I. Dr. Sika, so here I am. I'm taking you on a date, and then I said to you, uh, Jessica, how many men you've been with in your life? Simon, why yes. are you asking me that question? No, because I'm really interested in, in, in you, and, and I would love to know you know how many men you loved and made love to. <laughs> yes, so Simon, I've been with enough men to know what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. I've been with enough people to know that I don't have to answer these questions. And and then I would say, but Jessica, what do you have to hide? I really wonder you know, what mm-hmm. happened for you not to answer that question. Is the number too high, yeah. Jessica? So here's the problem. The problem is that when you start to ask these questions, then let's say the answer was, 16 or 64. Well, who is, so what am I, 65? Well, right. who is number 64? And, and no matter well, how many you say, I, it's too much. If you say two, it's going to be right. too much for somebody. It may be too much, or no matter what, the number is not a good answer. Nobody, the answer is never a good answer to anybody. I agree. No. I, I agree, too. Oh, well, I, I, I do agree this guy I was just doing a role play <laughs> I, I, I agree I remember saying on In Bed with Simon I mean one girl was really upset she said one to one million and there was a joke about that you know that she used such a high number mm, I uh, think it's such a sign of insecurity when you ask those questions when you go looking for answers that you don't want the answer to maybe right <laughs> I've been asked this question in my life though you don't ask it again no I don't ask it okay. I don't ask it but I've been asked Good. that question we're too old for that question because well, the number is going to be you just answered it Simon Oh, I, I don't answer that question ever. I'm, I'm like you. I've been asked by dates, uh, women, how many, and especially being French, this cliche which makes no sense. We'd be so easy going lovers, but we're just a, an, another man, you know, nothing more. But so that's I don't answer. I just say, listen, I'm not going to ask you. Don't ask me. It's in the past. What matters is us. I think that's a good way to do it, yeah. Doctor Jessica yeah, yeah. from the Seven Year Switch on FYI. Thank you so much for being our guest today on the Rendezvous. Yes. Thank you both yes. for having me. It's great to hear from you. Oh, thank you, and we hope you'll be on with us again. And we'll make sure you we watch your show on the FYI channel. We'll make sure we watch In Bed with Simon on the FYI channel. And there's more <laughs> of The Rendezvous coming up with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonsoir, Angie. 855-905-8255 to join in on our conversation or therendezvousshow.com for an email. We do have an email, Simon. Mm-hmm. This comes from Erin from Louisiana. She says, hey, Simon and Angie, I love your show. I need an opinion on something. I asked my boyfriend who his best friend was last night, and he didn't say me. He said his friend, Joe. I felt hurt by it because I feel like my boyfriend is my best friend. Do you guys think your partner should be your best friend? What do you think about that? There is two schools. Uh, my parents have been married for 50 years. They're not each other's best friend. They're each other's husband and wives. My mother's best friend is Anne. And my father's best friend, well, 
he passed, was closed. So, uh, but they're always separated because just like my best friend would be like my cousin Nicholas, my brother Ben. I don't expect my girlfriend to be my best friend. Right. I think it's a different position in life for for us. What about you, Angie? How do you is well, is Jason your best friend or I, is Jason your husband? He, you have a best friend. He is my husband. He is also my best friend, but in a different way. I guess she's upset that he didn't say it was her in the email here. Aaron right. was saying that. But I guess if my husband was to say to me, who's your best friend? I would say, oh, it's Elizabeth. I wouldn't think he was asking as a fishing question. She's fishing for an answer that she didn't get. And I think that's what's more upsetting to her. I think it's kind of understood if you're in a relationship uh, with the opposite sex, with somebody that you're dating, that you kind of are best friends. You're dating, you're together all the time, but it's in a different way. Like, my girlfriends are and, my friends. And she, I do not have sex with my best friend. Exactly. Okay? It's a different kind of love. Yes. Right? So I know people have this big belief or understanding you have to marry your best friend. No, no, no. You have to marry somebody you're in love with. Yeah. I and think that's more of a metaphor than to be taken literally, right? I hope so, because yes. I think people talk about it all the time. If yes. it's not your best friend, don't marry them. I don't agree with that. But I love hanging out with him more. I would rather hang out with him than anybody else, though. So there's that, that's too. that's your husband. Exactly. So we're going to talk more about that. And what if your partner is your only friend? Is that a good thing? We'll discuss that oh. coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you, Angie. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for hanging out with me every night. <laughs> thank you, Angie. If you want to email the show, head over to therendezvousshow.com. Lots of content on there for you to check out as well. Yes. And you can call us at any time, 855-905-8255. We were talking before the break about your partner being your best friend. Well, what if your partner is your only friend? Some people drop their friends when they get into relationships. I've never really understood that. Uh, there's a study that says women typically lose two friends whenever they get into a new relationship, which seems a little strange to me. What do you think about it, your partner being your only friend? I don't find that healthy. I want to say something about this because I have experienced men, friends of mine, drop me like an old sock. The minute they meet a woman, like no phone calls, no nothing. So it's like, and I, it's like because they start to make love again, that the energy, their attention is all on the girlfriend all the time. Well, there's so, got to be time for a phone call. <laughs> and, and and then and then if something happens and they break up, they come back to you like in a hot, and you're like, that's oh, wait, the danger of buddy, it all. You haven't called me in six months. Exactly. You haven't asked me how how are you. And I think that it's a big a big red flag when people do that. I agree with you. I think it's normal when you first get into a relationship, you're so consumed by this person. Of course, your other, you know, you're not going to be hanging out at the bar every night with your friends the way you were before. But to completely ditch your friends yeah. is crazy to me. As that has happened to you, girlfriends have, have dropped had, this out of earth? Yes, I have had girlfriends, and you're right. As soon as there's trouble in the relationship, they come running back yeah. around. Like, where were you? Um, so I don't think it's healthy. I think you need to have a life of your own. I think that's a trap. I think it keeps you interesting, keeps your relationship healthy. I agree 100%. Have your own life. Have you lost friends because of your relationship? We're going to talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255 or therendezvousshow.com. Anytime, email your questions, relationship advice if you need it. Simon and I are always here for you. You know it. You know it. So we've been talking a lot about uh, relationships and your friends, where they come into play. Have you ever lost friends 
because of the relationship that you're in. Angie, I have I have a sad story, but true story, something to remember. I had a friend from childhood. I met him at 11 years old, so that's a long time ago. He came to America with me in the late 90s, and then ba- he went back to Paris to a trip, met this French person, fell in love, uh, and then after that, he did disappeared completely. Just completely gone out of your he life. Said, even though he was working in America with me, he resigned from the position. You're kidding. And I said, are you kidding? I was counting on you. We're working together. Right. You know, come on. Well, you just I gave up you. your life. No, he, he said he resigned, didn't ask for anything else. He said, wow. I'll find another job. And then I said to himself, I said, I said, but, you know, we committed to each other. And then I said, but why are you keeping such silence for me? And he said, you know, my girlfriend doesn't like you, Simon. Why? And because you're this swinging it, bachelor. No, well, I don't know. Hey. Just, just, no, because I was still <laughs> single. And she said Simon is a bad influence because he wants to go out. And, That's terrible. But I said to her, I said to him, you should tell her that she can trust you. It's right. not about me being a single man going out. It's about you behaving. I've heard of this a lot of times from men in particular that get in relationships and the girl doesn't like the single oh, guy friend. Oh, my God. And it's really up to that man, your friend, mm-hmm. should have been the buffer between the two of you and said, Simon is trustworthy. Bring Simon around. Let's bring Simon so you can get to know him, so you know what kind of person he is. That's insecurity on her part, and she's projecting that. And it's unfortunate because you can't put somebody, like build a fortress around them and not allow them to have an outside life with friends. And after 12 years, true story, after 12 years of not calling me, he calls me out of the blue and he said- Wants to be buddies again. Why? Because he cheated on his wife Mm -hmm. with somebody at work who is pregnant from him. <gasps> they have two kids. And it's I said to him, I said, are you serious? You're calling me now, 12 right. years later? And he said, he said, yeah, who else can I call? I said, listen, wait a minute. You know, that's where have you been? Sh- yeah, where have you been? And you dropped me like an old sock 15 right. years ago, and now you mess up. What can I do for you, my man? I said, it's bad karma. So and if you do good, it feels good. You do bad karma, comes bite you on the derriere. And look what happened. He's but, in but a that, mess. That man broke my heart as a friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is the worst. It is the worst pain. Have when that a happened friend, to you like you've lost totally a friend? I have lost friends. And you know what? Uh, uh, there was one time I did lose a couple of friends, and it was my fault. And do you know why? Because why? I was with somebody who was treating me terribly. Oh, okay. And my friends were trying to convince me to leave this person, and I wasn't listening. You know, we just do what we want to do. Yeah. And so they distanced themselves from me, and rightfully so, because I would... Get get in fights with him and go to complain to them. And they're like, we keep telling you this is a problem. And they distanced themselves. Finally, I woke up and realized how stupid I was being. Thankfully, my friends were good friends that understood that I was in a, you know, weird space with this guy and they took me back as friends but never made that mistake again i feel like if your friends are really you know trying to shake some sense into you for yeah, a yeah. long time there's probably a reason for it and yeah and everybody can make mistake like this I sure. get, yeah that I, I, you know we've all done it we've all done it i think we've all you know um ignored friends family whoever for relationships before but i i think also you have to defend your friends so when i was dropped you like do. an old sock i you thought do. my friend at the time did not defend our friendship that's why i was saying he needs to be the buffer he needs to to present you in the best light possible because you want to still be able to hang out with your friends. Of course. It's a huge part of your life. They're ha- friends are happiness. And friends also are the, the people you love. You love your friends. Right? You love your best friends. You it's need not romantic, your friends. But yes. friendship is a form of love. I 1,000% agree with you, Simon. Okay, great. We're going to take more calls. Take your emails at therendezvousshow.com, and we'll be back. It's mm-hmm. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Call us anytime, 855-905-8255. And you can email us at therendezvousshow.com. I'm so excited for you, Simon. I know you had your date, and I really want to talk about it tomorrow. Can you see if we can discuss it? I need to ask her permission first, right? I need to uh, I need to ask her if she's okay. Me going further about us. Well, that's on, very uh, respectful. Right? I think I think that before you, if, and that would be whether it's a show, whether you talk about it with somebody else, you have to ask the person. So I am going to ask her if she's okay of me telling more about what's going on between me and her. Right. And, and we'll see what she says. It depends on how the date goes, because you know if it was bad, she'll be like, don't you dare. Well, and if it's great, she's going to be like, yes, I would like you to discuss how amazing well, I am to a national audience. Please do that. Exactly. But if it's bad, I'm going to say, Angie, don't ask. I won't ask, yeah, okay. but I it's think It's going to come know. down to this. I'll tell you. you well, know. I, I hope it went great. My fingers are so crossed Listen, for you. you set me up with her, so, and you're my, you're my angel. Tu es mon ange. So we, oh, a menage? Mon ange. Are you asking me to be in a menage with you already? No, no. no oh. Mon ange, my angel. Oh, Mon ange, not that... ménage à trois. Oh, okay. I Angie. had them confused. It's late, Damn. but not that late. Damn. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll find out how that date went tomorrow, hopefully. Yes. And uh, and everything else. And thank you so much for being with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Make sure you hit the website. Get us your emails at rendezvousshow.com. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.